I'm joined on the phones right now by none other than Cody and Brandy. How you guys doing? Very good. How are you? I'm uh, doing fantastic. You got Brandy here too, though. She's yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm yeah. be nervous with me, but I can't get to you with my karambit, so you'll be okay. <laughs> okay. If you guys are ready, we'll get started because I know you guys have a lot to do today. Let's do it. All right. I'll start off by uh, asking Brandy a question. Brandy, um, I follow you on Twitter, and I recently saw the things that we can and cannot tag you in, and one of them was anything Phil Collins. So what's your favorite Phil Collins song and why? Oh, obviously it's the studio. And uh, I don't know if I want to disclose to you the reason why, but uh, you, you could gain some insight, I suppose, by watching a particular movie. Uh, it's called American Psycho. Okay. I'll just leave that there. Okay. All right. Um, Cody, you've, uh, you've been in the spotlight a lot of your life, and everybody always asks you what it's like to be Dusty's son. Well, I'm more curious. What was it like growing up as the younger brother of Dustin? That's a really good question. Um, I think Dustin doesn't understand. That he, you know, he had the challenge of growing up you know, being Dusty's son, and he had to get into the industry so close on the heels of my dad kind of entering retirement that he had such a large shadow and in such close proximity to him time-wise. With Dustin, I was, you know, I was an old soul. I was always incredibly uh, proud of him. And when I would go to the Omni shows in Atlanta and he would come out and he'd get what you call in the wrestling business a chick pop, all the women would scream for him. I just thought he was the coolest guy ever. And when he left, you know, kind of the nest and went to, to WWE and created Gold Dust and him and my dad weren't speaking, it it also fell down onto me where him and I weren't speaking. But I still, um, I got into a few little scuffles in junior high over Gold Dust because I knew what he was doing. Um, I knew what it was. And now if you look back at it, it was such an important gimmick for for a multitude of reasons. I guess the only thing I'm kind of mad about is I just didn't get as tall as him. I thought, oh, I'm going to be as tall. And then I think somebody told me at, like, 19, you're done growing, man. Like, it's over. But, yeah, no, he's a, he's a great brother, and I'm glad we've been able to reconnect with AEW. That's an awesome story. Um, now, Brandy, here recently you have um, created or been part of a new friendship, and that is with Awesome Kong. How did that friendship Oh, well, that's actually a simple one. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, remembering people who treated me very nicely when they had no reason to or, or could have, you know, chosen to ignore me. And when I first got into the wrestling business and went to FCW, Awesome Kong was there. She was training to kind of make her, at that point, come back into the business. And uh, I thought it was the coolest thing ever to see Austin Kong just at our janky little training center <laughs> warming up. So I, I spoke to her. And uh, she was very quiet and didn't have a whole lot to say, but, you know, she, she spoke back and was polite. And then once she got into the ring, she asked me, would I like to get in the ring with her? And I told her, I don't know how to do anything. I just got here last week. I, I don't know any, any wrestling. <laughs> and she said, uh, 
well, I'm going to teach you some stuff if you want to learn. So the first person to ever teach me anything in wrestling, any moves, any, any, anything at all, was Awesome Kong. So I remembered that. And uh, when the time came around to want to have a dynamic powerhouse to bring on board, uh, she was the first person that I thought of. Okay. Now, when you guys have been um, making your way to the ring to talk to other wrestlers, you and Awesome Kong have been cutting the hair. What is that about? Ooh, is that, uh, do you really want to go down that rabbit hole? Because I feel like once you start down that hole, you, you can't get out. She's going to cut your hair, man. Oh, uh, I just it, dyed it, it, so it, I don't know. But it really won't grow back. That's that's the problem there. Yeah. But uh, I I think I think all questions will be answered in time. Okay, I think that's a pretty good answer for that. So, Cody, what are your thoughts on the actions of MJF at Full Gear and then again last Wednesday? I know uh, coming up here uh, on Dynamite, I'm going to properly address the whole scenario and address MJF and the stipulation that I can never challenge for the title again. I think though two things that I, I don't mind sharing now are, you know, no matter what in that situation, it's my call to make when you put a heavy stipulation like that, no matter how uh, damned I was there in that moment, you know, in the full blown lion tamer, in a full-blown scorpion position and in, in a lot of genuine pain. Uh, it still wasn't anyone else's decision to make but mine. And the other thing is I am not naive to the fact that Max is a heel, that Max is a bad guy. I just kind of thought he would be my heel and he would be my bad guy because I was the one who handpicked him and nobody wanted him. Matt Nick uh, thought he was lazy uh, Kenny wouldn't look at him. Nobody was interested in him, and I and I brought him in, and he's ended up excelling at a at a rapid pace. And in doing so, he stepped on me in the process. So that's something you'll certainly see play out on Dynamite. I would hope as we move forward. Okay. Now I don't know if you can give too much information on it, um, but it, I've heard a rumor of a third singles belt. Are you able to talk anything about that? I can debunk it right now because I did a conference call that I thought I did great on a media conference call. I was sitting in a room just like I am now, lean back, super confident, and I guess somewhere in the conference call I was just getting the natural high from all the questions and answers. I guess I said we were going to have a secondary title and then went on a rant about how I feel about the word mid-card. Um, so what I was talking about is the Dynamite Diamond, which is not a title. It is a, it is a ring, a, a custom-made ring uh, for AEW that's going to be awarded to uh, – there will be two people in the Dynamite uh, Diamond Battle Royal in Indianapolis. Uh, I mean, the two who are the last remaining. Uh, and they will then wrestle in Schaumburg on Dynamite for the actual Dynamite Diamond. And uh, so it's not a secondary title. Although it's, uh, it's 12 of our best and brightest in the ring. 
and I really I think whoever takes it will probably treat it just as if it is a title, and I'm sure it will be able to be defended uh, and put on the line in cases. So it may be my way of secretly sneaking in a secondary title. Um, I know we are pacing ourselves with that, though, because we really we want to put an emphasis on Jericho as the world champion and that title belt, Riho as uh, our women's champion with the rose gold belt that was designed for her. Um, so we're gonna take we're gonna take our time. Okay, yeah, because you don't want to get too many belts too quickly. I mean, then everybody gets a belt. Yeah, you know, I get a belt. You get a belt. Yeah, you Randy get a, a belt. You get a belt for have, anything and everything. You don't want a belt either, man. You go through TSA, and it's the same song and dance. They hold it up. They laugh. They ask you a uh, hundred questions. I mean, it's still pretty cool, though. Maybe we all do get belts. Oh, okay. Well, I'll definitely take one, that's for sure. <laughs> Brandy, uh, you have a very uh, unique title, and I, I say unique, it's the actual title's not very unique. You're the chief brand officer, but you renamed that to the chief brandy officer. So what was creating AEW like for you as the chief brandy officer? Well, uh, I'll let you know, first of all, I did not rename myself the chief brandy officer fans did that because they thought it was cute oh so let's let them be cute okay that's um i already forgot what your question was what was it again what was what was it like creating AEW as the chief brand officer well it's it's actually still being created i think a lot of times people forget that it's only been almost a year that we've been doing this thing where we're not even at a year yet so when you're doing something like creating a brand it is a very careful process it's not something that you rush or you know uh are, are swift to to try to make a bunch of deliverables on it's something that's formulated um a lot of the people bringing this company together already had a lot of similar values so it's been very easy to pinpoint what the values of the company should be and that we are very inclusive, we are diverse, we are focused on what we think is the best pro wrestling in the world. And uh, those are kind of the center points that that we rotate upon. Um, In in that formulation, you tend to find other like-minded people that have similar core values. And one place in particular that comes to mind is Culture City. Um, We just kind of align in that the thoughts of inclusivity and uh, wanting to make sure that uh, the product is for everyone. That's the exact same thing that Culture City wants to do when it comes to uh, the services that they provide. So that's kind of a lot of the formulation of the brand is, you know, sticking to what what your core values are and then aligning that with like-minded people. Okay. And Cody, similar question to you. From your point of view, what was it like um, the startup and the continuation of creating AEW? Well, I think every day it became uh, a little bit more real for us and functional, and you really need that. I mean, I had to kind of last night we were at dinner remind ourselves that we're only seven weeks into Dynamite and seven weeks we beat WWE in the ratings and that I mean that's if you had made that statement a year ago 
it wouldn't even make sense. So from being in Tokyo, uh, where Tony Khan sent an envoy to get our signatures and a notary, to uh, the following weeks where we built out our press conferences, to the following weeks where we started working on cards that you're now seeing, because we really have a focus on long form and working backwards. Every day has been something that makes it more real. It's a, it's a dream gig. I don't mean to be a goody two-shoes about it, but uh, everyone at All Elite Wrestling seems very, very excited to come to work, um, which is not always the case in wrestling. And uh, that that right now, we're, we're, we're in a great period of time. It's year one. You know, it's, it's year one, and it's just very special. Yes, it is very special, and I've enjoyed being a part of it from the start to where we are today. Cody, I've got a question. I know your family has always meant a lot to you. So how did you meet Brandy, and when did you know she was the one for you? That's a great question. I met Brandy at a a TV taping for WWE, but I knew of Brandy before this because my dad was trying to come up with a vignette for a young woman at FCW who had beautiful and unique and striking eyes, and he wanted to focus the vignette totally on her eyes. And he was explaining it to me, but I had no exposition on any of this. So I didn't ever got her name or anything like that. And then uh, our first actual interaction, because she was trying to do all the usual stuff, like stretch by the ring, stick her butt out, you know, to get my attention. And I wasn't biting. But then I actually thought I would do something kind and help her because the makeup and hair lady gave her this big Texas housewife hairdo. She was about to go announce superstars. And I knew it would be not a good look. So I told her, you need to fix your hair. I think that was the first word spoken between us. And, yeah, it was a little bit of, you know, adolescent flirting, but it was also genuine information I was giving her. Yeah. To which she took it and uh, went in the locker room, and a girl who I previously had dated, she told her this story, and that girl then stooged me off and said, oh, well, he really likes you. And then after that, it was just, uh, I mean, are you married? This, this whole yes. thing, guys, is, is nonsense, okay? Obviously, it was love at first sight. Yeah, he I walked mean... in the room, music started playing for him. He had stars in his eyes. End of story. It really was love at first sight, though. We actually got told to shut up on a group flight because we were giggling and laughing so much while everyone was miserable at work. So it really was, but... It's uh, why I was asking if you're married because that's the only way you really know is if you're married, man. Like that's how you know. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. Oh yeah, and I mean, Brandy, you already kind of beat me to the punch. I was going to ask you when you knew Cody was the one for you, and you kind of said it was love at first sight. So you kind of beat me there. No, for me, it was a courting process. You know, I had so many suitors, um, and in that case. I take the traditional route, you know, buy me flowers, buy me candy. Which ones are the most expensive? Cody was always the the number one suitor. I'm completely kidding. This I is a long-winded. I okay. took her to Halloween Horror Nights, and that was that was it, bro. It was a wrap. All the other guys were little developmental jabronis. 
All right. Uh, one final question. I'll let you guys go. What does the future hold for Cody and Brandy? Well, I want to get a new dog. Um, what? I mean, that's on the personal side. Of, uh, I think I think we should get another Husky, but that doesn't – I don't see that in the cards. You're probably better off – Better off asking her. She she would know. I would I would like to get a black cat. Ooh, I like black cats. Or maybe a hairless cat. So the future's involving animals, <laughs> a lot of animals, and a hope. Farm. Yeah, we'd be all about a farm too, my friends. Okay, well maybe um, we do a little show here called the Trading Post. Maybe we can get you guys a farm started off of it. That would be great. All right, Cody, Brandy, thank you very much for taking time out of your day to talk with me and uh, look forward to seeing both of you Wednesday in Indy. Thank you so much, Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a great day. You too.